It is the radio segment that calls itself Big Booty because it's got a big booty. Laser Stories, segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like every other radio show does, except we have a laser and those other idiots don't. This first laser story is out of West Jordan, Utah. Three guys broke into a Best Buy around 3 o'clock in the morning last weekend. They set off an alarm, but they left before the cops could get there. And they stole over $5,000 worth of merchandise, and they might have gotten away with it, except somehow one of them accidentally butt-dialed 911 from the getaway truck. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. How mad are you at him? 911 operators only heard car noise, so they pinged the cell phone and noticed that it was speeding away from the Best Buy Mm. toward Salt Lake City. Oh, my God. Good work by the 911 operator. (laughs) Then dispatch heard laughing in the background, and one of the thieves was talking about how slow and dumb the cops are. Oh, man. Those idiots. At that point, authorities figured out it must be the burglars, so they caught up with the truck and then got into a high-speed chase. Mm -hmm. The guys eventually bailed and took off running, and the cops arrested two of them. The third guy got away. Wow. Oh, my God. What if it's the one that got away that butt-dialed? Well, (laughs) it is, because he got away, but he still had his phone connected to 911. So when he hopped on a bus, cops followed the signal straight to his house where they arrested him. Afterwards, How long did he go without picking up his phone and checking to see? He's a little busy. He just stole a bunch of stuff and he's running, so I can see why. He's on a bus at some point. You have time to check your Instagram account, (laughs) okay? okay. Afterwards, the crooks couldn't believe that they were facing possible jail time, all because of that butt dial. Oh, man. (laughs) This next laser story is out of Wailuku, Hawaii. There's a 21-year-old guy named Christopher Manciano. And he was in court recently for stealing a car last month. Ain't nobody got time for that. And his excuse was he took the car because he wanted to go buy some Pepsi. Okay. Uh, so I'm sure the judge agreed. I get it. He I'm says a he Pepsi doesn't man myself. just love Pepsi. He's addicted to it. So he wound up getting sentenced to 100 hours of community service, a $100 fine, four years of probation, and a four-year ban from drinking any Pepsi products. Oh, man. No That's the real punishment. Oh, no. And if you got a problem, they're going to try to fix it for you. The judge felt like he was lying about his Pepsi addiction leading to the crime. But since Christopher said he was hooked on it, the judge thought banning him from drinking it would teach him a lesson. It might sound like a joke, but the judge said he was completely serious about his ruling, so Christopher will be meeting with a court-appointed nurse every month to see if he tests positive for Pepsi. What? Yeah, do baby! Yeah. Like a, you can do that. No idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they test for that, but yeah. if it comes up positive, he'll go straight to jail. Mm. Dude, the worst way to get locked up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, I had a Diet Coke, and now yeah. I'm done Diet Pepsi. Tested positive for Pepsi, not Coke. <laughs> No word on Christopher's current condition, but I'm sure he's going through some major withdrawals right now. This next laser story is out of Tonawanda, New York. There's a 64-year-old woman named Zelda Cotton, and the other day she called 911 with a problem. She told dispatch that she was trying to kill her 76-year-old boyfriend, but she couldn't get the job done. He's pretty old. It doesn't seem like it'd be that hard. Yeah. I mean, is that the wrong response? When police asked if she was being serious, Zelda yelled back, quote, of course I am. Now give me some advice on how to finish him off. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. That is awful. So officers were sent to her place, and that's when they found Zelda drunk. Mm. There we go. Yeah, but she'd already done some damage. She had hit her boyfriend five times with a VCR and was trying to hit him with a leaf blower. Oh, 
yeah, Capoya! <laughs> Luckily for him, it wasn't working. He wasn't even hurt. He's like, yeah. just go to bed. Yeah, You're just, not very strong, Zelda. You are drunk. <laughs> they arrested Zelda for endangering the welfare of an elderly person and criminal possession of a weapon. And also still owning a VCR? Yeah. Is that... <laughs> Afterwards, a police spokesperson was quoted saying, this woman really misinterpreted how 911 works. Yeah. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Chicago. A 50-year-old named Robert King was driving home from work last night when he saw a van that just had been T-boned at a stoplight. Oof. So he pulled over to see if they were okay, mm-hmm. and they were, but they asked if he'd give them a ride to the hospital anyway. It turned out that the van was a medical vehicle, and they were delivering three organs to a nearby hospital <gasps> for two different transplant patients. Oh, my, oh my God! God! That's so important. They had several boxes with them containing a liver, a kidney, and a pancreas, and they had to get to the hospital or they'd miss their window to use them. I'm glad those boxes didn't spill open during yeah. the crash. Yeah. So he told them to jump in and drove them the rest of the way to the hospital and helped save two lives by doing that. The liver went to one patient and the kidney and the pancreas went to another. Also, the hospital gave him an award recently and he said he's just a big believer in the golden rule to treat people the way you'd want to be treated. So yeah. that's why he pulled over to help. Oh that's my God. Great. The one story that may renew some faith in humanity. Good thing I wasn't driving by. I'd be like, Ugh, whatever, I'm not dealing. I don't want to deal Get with that. Get out of people. my way. Yeah, come on. You're tying up traffic, you idiots. <laughs> what, is somebody's life on the line? Oh, yeah, it oh, is. My oh, bad. Oh. My bad. <laughs> Here's another laser story. It's out of the history of you. If you sent in your DNA to Ancestry.com and it immediately reshaped your entire identity around the results, well, I hope you're ready to reboot yourself again. I say that because Ancestry just announced that with all the data they have, they've been able to really refine their results. And that means they can narrow down your DNA even better than before. And they'll be sending you those results soon. So people are like, wait, you weren't doing it right the first time? Yeah. <laughs> like then now when am I supposed to trust you? What else can you find out? Like, yeah, your lineage, like your great, great, great uncle was left-handed. Like, all, what do they find? It means your results might change from what you originally got. Like, you might have thought you were part Viking because they estimated you were 9% Scandinavian. Well, now maybe they figured out that DNA actually came from England. Mm-hmm. Oh. A spokesperson from Ancestry says that they gave people warnings this could happen. They say that the results are an estimate that can change as more data comes in. But people still aren't very happy with it. One woman told reporters that the update dropped her son from 31% Spanish to just 11%, and it's very upsetting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, he was fluent in Spanish, and now he can barely speak it. <laughs> she says his ethnicity is massively different different now. I haven't accepted it as I don't agree with the results. I don't even know who he is. Screw you, science. (laughs) This next laser story is out of the land of five-finger discounts. Does anyone ever face criminal charges for stealing food at work? Because Uh, it might be one of the most common types of theft out there. A new survey found that 41% of us have had food stolen by a co-worker before. And 60% of those people say they've had to confront a colleague about stealing their food. Are you little? (laughs) I've never had anyone steal my food, and I bring food all the time to work. And I'm starting to think it's because people don't like my food. Well, your food is smelly, Brooke. It's so good, It does smell up the room a lot, I will say. It's good for you. If you bring chips into the office, you're asking for trouble. Apparently, they're the most common type of food co-workers steal. They can feel like a communal thing, right? Chips feel like they're for everybody. The top 10 foods that get stolen at work are chips, fruit, candy, coffee, juice, milk, bread, ice cream, bagged lunch meat, and nuts. Who's bringing ice cream to work? And why don't I work with them? Listen, I brought six drumsticks. Three of them are missing. You're just sitting at your desk with a fudgesicle. If your coworkers aren't the ones that you have to worry about the most when it comes to stealing food, your family is first, especially your significant other. Oh, yeah. The biggest food thieves are your partner. 
your friends, and your coworkers are third. The survey also asked people to name the weirdest place that they've hidden food to make sure nobody steals it. And the most creative hiding spots people have come up with are a washing machine, the back of their toilet, a oh. box of tampons, what? and outside in the hole that they dug in the snow. <laughs> This guy has to hide food all the time because he gets very hungry. Works up quite an appetite humping that shoe. That's the sound of a turtle humping a shoe, and that means that Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. Don't worry, though. We'll do it again same time on Friday.